I'd been doing fake photo shoots with my grandfather since I was seven, probably even younger than that. I remember what I wore to my 10th birthday party because it was such a big deal for me. And I still lost myself after I got married, had kids, and hopped into the corporate world of all the things that I was supposed to be. Starting my podcast was the first step in my journey of the deconditioning, of the going out on a limb and saying, okay, how can I? Instead of, I could never. Hello, Style Nation. Third time is a charm. Goddamn, I have recorded this episode. This is the third time. Two times before this, I was recording and I just like, I tell you guys all the time, like, I fucking love podcasting because I feel like I'm channeling and I'm just like, best version of myself that that exists. And I was recording this yesterday and I couldn't get my shit together. Like the first time I was like, oh, I felt like I was just talking straight out of my ass, <laughs> which I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like I could not get my thoughts together. Can I get my shit straight? So I was like 25 minutes in, which is basically the whole entire episode. I just killed it. I just deleted it. I was like, fuck this. It doesn't feel good. I'm just going to start over. Like I always try to do this from a place of full intention. Deleted it. Recorded episode the second time when I was like, cool. I sent it to my husband, the whole nine. And then... I did the next thing that was on my to-do list yesterday, and I sat down and, like, got my poop in a group and got all, all my notes and my dreams and everything for the year. Like, I feel like my January just started, or not my January, my year. You know, guys know I've been traveling, and then I did this um, local event recently and all these things, and I finally got to sit down and get my shit together, and I have been talking about on this podcast for months now, this desire to create a community, an extension of the podcast in real life community and create really deep connection because I know firsthand how fucking powerful your community is. And I'm going to share that story in a few minutes. And I felt so inspired. So I sat down. I was like, God damn it. I'm going to do this. And I picked out my dates, my launch date. And doors are going to open for Style Squad on February 28th because it's the best fucking month of the year, but I need all month to get it together. And I was like, just do it, Katie. And I sat with my calendar and all my dreams and notes that I did back in December before we went on to holiday break and all that. And I did it. And I had this aha epiphany moment. And I was like, this is why you couldn't fucking record that episode because you were talking at your ass because you weren't being true to yourself. And that's why that whole entire episode, it's the February monthly roundup kickoff episode and you weren't speaking your fucking truth. And that is my goal and my dream and my vision for this podcast. That's what I always started this podcast for. So welcome to the monthly Style for Life, Roundup, What's Up Style Nation, Third Time's a Charm, bitches. So I'm so excited you're here. So now that I've given you that like three-minute intro about this being the third time I've recorded this episode, I hope you're super, super pumped for today's episode because God knows I am, and I've put all of my soul and light and energy into this, and I'm so excited because I know this is exactly the message I'm supposed to be sharing, and I know this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. So this episode technically, we always joke and call my son Mr. Technically. This episode technically drops on January 30th, the day before that sweet baby boy's birthday, before the day that I am officially the mother of a fucking 14-year-old. 
but it is my official February roundup. I love my monthly roundup episodes because it like holds space for me to set intention on what I want to focus on the month. What are my goals? What are the lifestyle that I want to create? And that's exactly what I'm really looking forward to in this Style Squad community that I'm creating. So February is Aquarius season. Well, not the whole month, but it's my birthday month. So it's awesome. And I know so many of you have February birthdays as well. Like, I don't know why, like if it's just me or if February is the most popular month of the year for birthdays, but I have so many February birthday clients and friends. It's insane. So I'm super pumped. It's the best month of the year, even though it's the shortest and I'm here for it. So I'm going to go through some updates about what you can expect on the ep- on the podcast this month. Obviously, it's all going to be about the Style Squad and creating habits and an amazing lifestyle, but I'm going to go through that. I have some juice for you today that's like super juicy value that I want to share. And then we're going to hop into, I have a style mantra for you guys and some habit tasking. Today's episode for me is really around like our unconscious habits and how that plays into our lifestyle. So all of this is super related and I'm so, so excited. So let's dive right in. If today's episode's amazing and you love it, share it with a friend, bring a friend along because it's all about squatting up. And that's what today's episode is, me sharing like what the Style Squad vision is really going to be and how you can be a part of it. So on February 28th, the doors are going to officially open to my first ever Style Squad community. The Style Squad community isn't just about style and being styled. However, obviously, because that's the tool. And I'll even go on a fucking limb and say that's the modality that I teach women to use to step into that version of themselves that they really, 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 really want to be, right? We can talk about all our hopes, our dreams, our desires, and our goals for the year. But if you don't have the outfits in your wardrobe and in your closet to match those hope, dreams, goals, none of that shit's going to happen. It's as simple as if your goal is to lose weight and to get back in shape and you don't have workout clothes, are you working out? No. So it's not about being stylish or being a fashionista. It's around having a wardrobe and a closet that suits your lifestyle, that feeds into your lifestyle for the lifestyle that you truly, truly in your heart of hearts want to create. Now, my real vision for the Style Squad is to create a space where you are surrounded, where we are surrounded, what I am craving, to be surrounded around women who are committed to happiness over conformity. And what I mean by that is that women who are approaching each area of their life with a different mindset, instead of, oh, I can never, I can never run my own business. I can never actually leave my kids and go do something that I want to do. I can never wear that. I could never like whatever that dream is that's really always there in your gut, I can never start my own community. Whatever that little nugget is, that little thing that's always there that you're like, oh, no, I can never, and you're trying super fucking hard to shove it down. 
This community is for women who have that feeling, but instead are sick and fucking tired of saying, I could never, and want to start asking, how can I? Last summer, when my husband was leaving his business, we had a couple of big, how can I? Because he had the, well, we have this, we have this, we have this. And I said, okay, let's go down each fucking hurdle that we have to cross to get you to the point of you running your own business and leaving your very stable, corporate, highly benefited. That was everyone's big thing. But the benefits are so good. And I'm like, what, his insurance? What about the benefits of doing what he wants to do? What about the benefits of like just being able to go have lunch with our daughter when he wants to? What about the benefits, right? What? Tell me about the fucking benefits. And that was one of the biggest hurdles that we had to cross. And we kept saying, okay, well, how can we? So how can we contrib- continue to contribute to a 401k? How can we have life insurance or, I mean, I'm sorry, health insurance for our family? And we attacked every single one of those things one by one. And we've had to take some very non-traditional conforming routes. We don't have regular health insurance. We have a direct primary care physician that we pay a monthly membership to be a part of instead of traditional health insurance. We have... um health sharing thing that we pay into every single month, real popular among entrepreneurs that so that we can have health insurance. And then we dump into an HSA fund so that we can pay for our kids. Thanks. As you guys know, I think I don't talk about it enough, but like my daughter has some things going on in her life that require special doctor's appointments, braces, all the things, right? Like, so we're paying for all that. We're funding that ourselves because we are funding our dreams and our lifestyles. So when I envision this squad, I envision women who are doing that, who are funding, who are dreaming, who are desiring an alternate lifestyle, but are scared as fuck to go after it because it is the scariest thing you will ever do. And nine out of 10 of the people that you might be hanging out with on a daily basis or the closest to you are going to constantly be in your ear saying, well, you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, what about so-and-so? What about this? What about this? Who gives a fuck? Figure it out if that's what you truly, truly desire. So my vision for the Style Squad is it is that if you are committed to, and these are my words, so insert your own words, a quantum, juicy, magnetic, majestic lifestyle, this is the community that I am calling in, that I am attracting. There is no rules to be in here other than you have to be open-minded heart-centered and like really ready to make impact and change in the world, even if it's just that world is your household, because that household spreads out, interacts with the community on a daily basis, and we're here to create change. It's not fully just rooted in style. There will be many aspects to it. I get, I spend 30 minutes a day actually getting dressed. There's lots of other avenues (laughs) in my life, my health, my money, my spirituality, whatever that is, right? So we'll be covering multiple different topics, but yes, it will be rooted in style. There will be a lot of resources, because those are my resources, for being styled to achieve those dreams. But the goal is that you are styling your life for the life that you want to desire, and your wardrobe should match that. It should empower you. It should be a resource for you. It shouldn't be the thing holding you back from achieving your dreams. So once you know where you're going and you know what you're wearing, now we just got to make sure that we're hanging out with the right people and who are we hanging out with, right? So that's who it's for. What is the community? 
The community is a exclusive community off of fucking social media. There will be no private Facebook group or Instagram or even Voxer. I'm going to tap into a private community app called Heartbeat. So you will not have to get on social media. The only people that you will be communicating and that will be other people who have committed and are in paying the monthly membership just like you. It's super cool. One of my um, clients and one of my mentors actually uses it. And when I first started dreaming this up at the end of last year, that was one of the roadblocks I kept getting stuck on was, where does this community come to life at? Where do we commune? Like, where do we, what's our clubhouse? What's our virtual clubhouse? Um, not the app, but like, I'm thinking old, old school, like treehouse, right? Like, where do we pin the sign out front that says, no normies allowed <laughs> or whatever. Um, where does that live? And I just, I had some ideas because my friend was like, just get it off the ground, Katie. Once it gets bigger, you can decide where to take it. And then I was invited to another private community. And I was like, holy shit, this is it. This is why I was invited to this community to see what's possible. So how fucking exciting is that? We'll have a member directory. We're going to have all the style resources. So you'll have all my style resources that I share with my clients, like my brand resources, my body guides, my color guides, free um, quarterly style guides, my how to shop like a stylist. But for me, the exciting part is the community. And we have two live Zoom calls a month, a vision call to set the stage for the month and to learn some new things. And then with guest speakers, with myself, and it's really going to be geared toward what we need in the community. And then the second call of the month is an action call. So I envision this as a working session, hot seat styling. We're all going to have something coming up in our lives that we want to make sure that we know what we're wearing and need some feedback from people that we trust and know to push us in the direction that we're going. So I'm super fucking excited. More information to come. I just had to let you guys know that I finally have my poop in a group and I'm ready to launch it. My poop in a group is my new thing for having my shit together. <laughs> my daughter keeps telling me not to cuss and one of my friends always says that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to adopt that. It's funny to me. So I'm really excited. I'm super excited. And a couple of things I wanted to call out for everyone who's on my email list that actually responded to the email that I sent last week around what do you really want to get from that email list? What kind of things do you really want me to share? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I sent that email late one night and I was like, no one's going to respond to those. <laughs> and I get so many responses. I couldn't believe it. So I'm super excited. So I've got some juice coming for you. I know this winter has been dredging on and on and on. So I will be sending out some fun style tips and sweaters that you can buy now to get you through the dredges of the rest of this winter. But spring is coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right. Two questions I wanted to answer before I get into like the real juice and the story I want to share about everything I learned at this live event that I went to last weekend. So two questions that came up that I get all the time. I get them in my DMs. I get them from people um, when I meet them in real life and they find out what I do all the time, these two questions. And they are one, do you, you do your business virtually? Yes, 90% of my styling clients are virtual. I started the business in the pandemic. So while that might sound counterintuitive because a lot of people weren't getting dressed in the pandemic, 
What I was blessed with were amazing virtual tools that people who had been doing this a lot longer than I at the time had to come up to keep their businesses alive. So it was a gift and a curse at the same time, I think, for a lot of people. So I came in right at the perfect time and I have amazing tools that make it super, super easy. So while the people that I am so lucky enough to live beside, I do have, um, I will serve them in real life, but my um, most of my clients are virtual. So yes, the easy answer to the question of do I style people virtually is yes. I spend my days on Zoom in your closet, just like you see me in my closet all the time, helping women feel amazing, creating new um, outfit combinations, really zooming in and honing in, no pun intended on the Zoom, about their outfit formulas and what innately makes them feel good, and just tips and tricks on how to connect back to all the identity pillars that really help us cultivate the habits, and in this case, the style habits, which is what we're going to talk about today, the style habits to create the outfit and wardrobe that we desire to match the lifestyle that we desire, hence the fucking name Styled for Life, right? (laughs) I mean, does it get any juicier than that? The second question I get all the time is, do I style regular people? And the answer is yes, because I'm regular people. Beyonce's regular people. And when I start styling her, I'll let you guys know how regular she is. But regular people are my fucking jam. So I don't just style big time coaches or social media personalities. My bread and butter is high achieving moms who feel like maybe they've lost their edge or a little piece of them along the journey and are really ready to reclaim it. People who have lost themselves a little bit to the conditioning of society because I have been there. Hello, this is why I have a podcast because starting my podcast was the first step in my journey of the deconditioning of the going out on a limb and saying, okay, how can I instead of I could never. That was my first step. So I know that feeling. I am you. I went to fucking fashion school, for God's sakes. I'd been doing fake photo shoots with my grandfather since I was seven, probably even younger than that. I remember what I wore to my 10th birthday party because it was such a big deal for me. And I still lost myself after I got married, had kids, and hopped into the corporate world of all the things that I was supposed to be. There's this moment in there. Not everyone does this, but I'm sure... That a lot of my people have witnessed this or experienced this where we just lose ourselves, where it gets shipped away. There's a little bit of the harsh reality of like, shit, I didn't know that I was only going to make this much money out of college. And that's just my car insurance. I haven't even fucking paid my um, rent. I remember the day I was driving home from, from college. I was just about to graduate or had just graduated. And I was doing the numbers in my mind. And I was like, well, this shit's not (laughs) adding up. (laughs) Um, I'm supposed to pay this bill, this bill, this bill, and I'm only making X. Like, what the fuck? Like, so I get it. I am you. And you just start to lose pieces of yourself. So another long answer to an easy question is, yes, I style regular people. 
That's my jam. You don't have to be a business owner. I am starting to attract a lot of business owners. And that woman is really just ready. It's the woman who's up-leveling her business. She's getting on stages. She's doing in-person events. She's hosting retreats and traveling. And this isn't her zone of genius. And she can't be bothered. And she wants that support. I am on your team. I am an extension of your success team. I'm here to help you and support you so that you don't have to worry about those things. That being said, February spots, because it's a new month, it's February. I do have one-on-one spots opening up for Dial Transformation. That's my signature three-month one-on-one style support where we take you through the whole thing. The whole thing. There's not one stone uncovered. We'll talk about your mindset around your emotional connection to your style, your energetic connection to your style, your in internal dialogue around your style, what you want to wear, how it connects back to to who you are, how you can use it to be the money-making machine that you want to be. Speaking of money-making machine, I forgot to mention one of the things I really want to hone in on in the Style Squad. If you're like, oh, I'm kind of intrigued by the Style Squad community thing that Katie's talking about. This community One of the pillars is that we will not be scared to talk about money and own money and look at money as the energetic exchange that it is. Money is power in this country and your power is the impact that you can make. I personally am on a mission and want women to feel empowered in that space This is a beautiful segue into what I want to talk about and share my experience on this um, weekend women's conference that I went to. So I went to this women's conference. Again, not everyone. It wasn't like you had to be a business owner to go here. It was just women who are ready to transform their lives, right? It was with my new clients, Zesty Ginger. I've been actually fans of theirs for four years. You never know where this thing is going to take you of asking yourself constantly, how can I? How can I? I've been a fan of theirs and a client of theirs for four years. And then recently I got to style them for their first in a long time, our first ever in-person event, their um, Compassionate Habit Transformation Weekend. And we did a little mini photo shoot and everything. And, you know, they're getting everybody hyped up and they're like, you know, are you here to celebrate yourself? And everyone, the story was um, do a little toot toot, like tooting your own horn. So everyone's like toot toot. And I was like, all these questions, are you ready to I honestly can't remember the questions because I can only remember the one that triggered me, right? It was like all these things, celebrate yourself, make new friends, like learn a lot this weekend, like get tons of value. Everyone's like, hell yeah, toot toot, you know, arms are flailing. And then they were, the question was like, who likes money or who wants to make a lot of money? And about 25% of the room was like, yes, toot toot. And I immediately was like shocked. Because one, the shame of being one of the 25%, I was like, fuck, now people are going to think I just love money. And I had to quickly reset my mind frame, my mindset. And I was like, you know what? Money is power. And the more money I make, that means the more people I've impacted, the more people's lives I've changed, the more money we make, we donate to the causes that are important to us. When money is power, and that means that I can spread my wealth 
and donate and to support the things that I believe in that I truly think will make this planet a better place. And that's why I think it's really, really, really important for women to be able to make their own money, to be able to make their own decisions. And I'm not saying like you can't ask your partners before spending money, but I think it's time for a shift in how we think about this. Um, I personally don't have the belief that money's hard or, I mean, that is my belief. <laughs> my belief is that money is hard to come by. I don't have the belief that money's evil and rich people are evil. I've never had that one. And my grandparents were really well off and my parents weren't. So my grandparents were like our saviors constantly when my parents couldn't pay the bills. And I was just like fascinated by this dynamic of my grandparents having this wealth, owning million dollar houses on the beach. And then my grandparents, and then my parents and my family living in a townhouse, a connected townhouse, not on the beach, sharing a room with my sister and all of the things, eating spam because their generation was you made your bed you're gonna sleep in it so like yes my grandparents were never gonna let us go hungry or not let us go back to school with supplies but they were like the savior so they were always kind of saving us for ourselves but then the story i tapped into was like well money's hard so i don't have the like rich people are evil um money belief and i maybe a lot of people do but from where i'm sitting i see the impact it can make when i donate my time my money my energy to help other people feel amazing that is the goal for me. I want to be able to support my daughter and my kids living their dreams so they can be better, kinder people so that the world can start to shift and meet people where they're at and support people on how they learn, what their prefer preferences are, and how they see the world. So it's not just in this one little whitewashed version of what we think the world is supposed to be. Not to get political on the podcast, I'm simply saying Money is power in our country, and I think more people need that power. So that was just this big like thing for me, and I was like, oof, this is just the work that we need to work through. There's no shame. I'm not shaming the people that didn't share, right? There's a Money is a very charged energy, and I would love to move through that and transmute that, and I hope that my Style Squad community, we can have those conversations and transmute that. But I wanted to share a little bit about what I learned at that um, conference and then how I applied it immediately because I had these major ahas around how that applies to like my clients and our style habits and things like that. So I've talked a lot about like our identity and our style identity and like how we think we should dress and like do old people dress like this and do our moms allowed to dress like this and like all these stories that run through our head and what i was learning at this event is like all of these things flow together and if you don't have proof of these different pillars then your that make up your identity you will never become that version of yourself that you want to be you will never identify as a person that does x and there's a lot of little habits in different segments of our lives that will really stop us from doing this. Like, I have the best intentions of not touching my phone before a certain time every morning. And sometimes I'm really good at that and sometimes I'm not. 
it's really hard to create new habits and thoughts, patterns. Like our brain just goes in an autopilot, like this little program, and it, it just runs itself. Because then if the brain can be on autopilot, it doesn't have to think, and it can just continue to watch out for keeping me safe and all that shit. So these habits and all these different pillars of our identity are the spaces we need to work. And that was just such a really big aha for me. So the conference was really rooted in like, achieving your goals and like how this can show up for you and all these different pillars. So of course, being me, I'm going to apply it back to how it applies to wearing the clothes that you really want to wear to achieve the lifestyle you really want to achieve. So the four pillars of your identity, as I see them, that need to shift to create the habits that then in turn create the lifestyle that you're dreaming of are your physical habits, your mental habits, your emotional habits, and your energetic habits. They overlap a lot. I don't really think there's a way, there's a lot of overlapping. Like envision your favorite Venn diagram, but with four circles. (laughs) There's a lot of fucking overlapping in the middle there. So this is just an easy way to break it down. And I think I'm gonna spend the rest of my month, this month in February, really focus on like those subconscious habits. Kathy was on the show in um, January. I'm forgetting what fuck month it is because January's got so many days. It's like 45 fucking days long. And that was has been one of the most downloaded episode of the podcast. Like, yes, because this is what we're all trying to figure out is like, I say that this is the year that I'm not going to overspend or the year I'm going to lose weight or the year that I'm finally going to do the thing I said I'm going to do. But why the fuck don't I do it? So we talked a lot about that. And she was at this event with me as well. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is the juice, right? This is what Zessie Ginger is teaching at this event. So let's apply this to clothes because that is the lens that I see the world through is we want to be style. We want our wardrobe to be a reflection of us. These are the habits that we have to create to prove to ourselves that we are that person or we have that identity, Right. So we want to have a wardrobe that reflects who we are, that's easy to get dressed in the morning. We want to feel confident and comfortable and cute and powerful and sexy and vibrant and bold in all of our clothing choices. What is stopping us from really getting there? Well, the physical habits that we would have to employ to be that version of ourselves, to be that woman. How does that woman dress? How does that goddess version of ourselves dress, right? The physical habits are we have to actually own the fucking clothes. We have to own the clothes. We have to allow and prioritize the time to figure out what clothes we do and don't own and do the shopping for them, right? A lot of us won't shop. We won't spend the money on ourselves. We won't prioritize the time or quote unquote, the energy that it takes. So the physical habit that you would have to employ to really begin to shift your style identity is owning the clothes. So either that's giving yourself time and space to shop, even just prioritizing, putting your outfit together, like say the night before. You know, James Clear, Atomic Habits is always talking about habit stacking. Every night when you brush your teeth or wash your face or whatever the hell your nighttime routine is, then pop into the closet, think about your day the next day, how do you want to feel, and pick out the clothes. Like that's the physical habit of it. If you don't have those clothes, write it down put a little notebook beside your um, closet and write down what are the things that would make you feel that way for that day. Start the physical habit of allowing yourself 
to think about the clothes or prioritizing the time or spending the money or and or do the actual shopping. If you hate shopping, just follow along on my email list. I'm going to lean into where to shop and what to shop a whole lot more. And in March, I'm going to be dropping my How to Shop Like a Stylist, which is going to be a free bonus for anybody that um, joins the Style Squad. And we will have a whole Q&A session on how to use the book. Now, that might be misleading to you on How to Shop Like a Stylist. Well, the reason it's called How to Shop Like a Stylist is because it is my framework of how I shop and help people get there. But the shopping's actually done for you. Every fucking look and the outfit formulas that I include in my How to Shop Like a Stylist lookbook is linked to the actual item. So the shopping's actually done for you and it's teaching you how to continue to shop for yourself. So it's kind of like the fishing metaphor, right? Teaching you how to fish and I'm doing the fishing for you. So like it's a fucking win-win. So that's the physical habit, right? We have a resource for that. That's the physical habit. God, this episode is so much better than the, the other two that I recorded. <laughs> All right. The second habit is your mental habits around your personal style. This is your self-talk. There's a lot of mental habits, but we're going to focus on the self-talk here, right? This is the narrative that's running through your head based on all your life experiences and every agreement. We talked about this in the other episode like two weeks ago. These are all the mental agreements you've made with yourself based on the experiences you've had in your life. The I'm not the stylish one in my family. When I lose weight. Oh, I'm too old to dress like that. Moms don't dress like that. My sister's a stylish one. I can't wear that because my mom used to wear that. Stylish people are vain. If I care about my physical appearances, then people aren't think I'm not smart. Whatever that fucking narrative is that you have in your head that was taught to you at a certain age of like, well, I can't be pretty and deep at the same time, or I can't be cute and X at the same time. That's all the mental chatter, right? Like that's the mental gremlins, mental gymnastics, whatever that is, right? What are those habits? That's where you have to start thinking, okay, how do I shift my mindset around this? Your sister might, or mom, might quote unquote be the stylish one, but is your goal to be the stylish one or is your goal to feel put together and effortless in your outfit, in your style, in your personalized style? It doesn't have to be like anybody else's. In fact, like, I don't think it should be. That's boring. If we all walked around looking the same, I think it's fun to share. I think it's fun to match. That's me personally. I love twinning. Like, I have a pair of earrings on right now that one of my clients gave me that I have spec for other clients. They're fucking fabulous fucking earrings. They're going to make me feel a certain way. And the same pair of earrings will make another person feel a certain way. They're not even particularly my personal style but I've worked them in how I would wear them with my outfits and my style. And then there's lots of mental benefits that have been proven around our personal style, right? Like the benefits of our cognitive functions getting higher and better when we're wearing clothes that actually the improvement of our cognitive functions when we're wearing clothes that we feel connected to, which I'll talk about second um, with our emotional habits and our energetic habits, right? When you feel amazing in your outfit, you are more present, your brain is calmer, your memory is better because your brain is more calm and it takes you out of fight or flight, right? Once you pop into parasympathetic, 
all that creativity gets to come in, your confidence gets to come in, your negotiating skills are higher hint. You're, you are making money for your family, for yourself, for your community, for your um, the things that you believe in, that you really want to advocate for and be believers of. And if you're listening, speaking of donating and impacting the world, if you're listening to this and you're thinking fucking fast fashion is the problem with our environment, I hear you loud and clear. I know that that's a fucking problem. There's ways to work around that and still be stylish. You can rinse your clothes. You can use thread up. You can do secondhand clothes. You can sell your clothes. If you have clothes that you don't want to wear, that you are keeping out of guilt or shame because you don't want to send them to the landfill, donate them to Dress for Success or your local women's shelter for women who are coming out of bad situations and need new clothes so they can live the next version of their lives. They can't get a job and support themselves or their children if they don't have clothes for those jobs. They're not going to get the interview, right? Or they won't get the job from the interview. Pay it forward to the next person. There's lots of way around the environmental piece, and we could talk more about that in another episode. The third habit that you need to incorporate into your style to bust through those subconscious style habit beliefs is tied to your emotional body. Now, this is the one that I ain't talk about a lot. And if you work with me, this is where we start always. How do your clothes make you feel? When people say to me, and I get this one almost daily, I want to be comfortable in my clothes. Well, you should always be comfortable. You should be comfortable in everything, meaning that everything should fit you. And if it, if your jeans aren't comfortable, then maybe you should reconsider wearing them. Like, I'm recording this in jeans right now. Yes, jeans aren't as comfortable as sweatpants. <laughs> but my point in being the comfortable is that they shouldn't be pinching. They shouldn't be squeezing. You shouldn't be pulling them down or pulling them up. They should fit your body, right? So let's remove comfortable from it. And do you mentally want to be comfortable? Is mentally comfortable what we're going for? Because if I'm mentally comfortable... My lifestyle is never going to be what I want it to truly be. Now, do I need days to be comfortable? Fuck yeah, because it's fucking exhausting constantly pushing yourself to grow and learn and to fully create the life that you really want. To me, that's very fulfilling. If that's not fulfilling for you, set that one in a bucket. So the emotional habit that we need to build around our style is how do these clothes make me feel? Go through your closet, ask yourself, how do these things make me feel? If they don't make you feel good and they don't fit, they got to go. Donate them. Put the Goodwill bag in the closet. That's what one of my clients does. She just keeps a bag in her closet. And when she, as she goes through and gets stressed every day, if something doesn't feel good, it just goes into the bag. That's the little micro habit on a daily basis for her to really get in the connection of how it feels. It can be really nuanced, right? This also goes to colors, the colors of your outfit will actually trigger a chemical release in your brain and let off serotonin or dopamine or whatever the fucking the good chemicals are that can lift and boost your mood. There's an emotional habit attached to all of this, right? Think about the emotional vibrational scale. And when you pick something out, ask yourself, is this moving me up the scale or down the scale? If you wake up and you're feeling a little meh, and it's cloudy outside, and it's raining, and maybe you're crampy, and your kids are screaming, and what else? The cat litter needs to be changed. I'm trying to think of things in my own life. <laughs> and you're tired, and you stayed up too late watching Yellowstone. 
my I'm pretty kind of low on the emotional vibrational scale already, right? So my wellness tools should boost me on the emotional vibrational scale. Your clothing is an emotional, I mean, is a wellness tool that you get to employ daily, just like your food, just like your hydration, just like your sleep habits, all of it's connected. Go into the closet, pick up the shirt or jeans that you're going to wear, or even the sweatpants and say, if I put these sweatpants on right now, is this going to move me up the vibrational scale or down the vibrational scale and choose? Sometimes it's going to move you up because you're about to sit on the couch, drink coffee and read a book. Those sweatpants are perfect. But if you're about to deliver a speech or you have a long day and you got to be like, top of mind, that frumpy pair of sweatpants or that frumpy shirt that you actually don't like is not moving you up the vibrational scale. It's actually knocking you back down. So we've talked about um, physical habits, our mental habits around our style and our emotional habits around our style. Last but not least is our energetic habits as they relate to our style. So this is our energy leaks. I've talked about this one a lot on um, podcasts and in reels. Um, no holy underwear, no clothes with holes, no clothes covered in dog hair, no clothes covered in stains. When you look at those items of your clothing, what's the vibrational response that you get from them? Is that leaking your energy or is it filling it back up? It's definitely fucking leak right through that motherfucking hole and your underwear is all your high vibrational energy <laughs> leaking out, right? So even my husband has gone and got all new underwear and all new socks. We were literally just talking about this yesterday. And I said, can you do a testimonial video for me? <laughs> I was like, he was like, Katie, it's crazy. And I mean, we're just talking about like Hanes fucking boxers. He was like, it's crazy. That guy's like a whole new man. I was like, it's legit. It's an energetic leak to wear clothes that are outdated or worn out. Just like you wouldn't eat spoiled food. You don't go in the refrigerator and say, hey, what looks appealing? Oh, this wilted lettuce looks great. Let me fucking eat it. No, it doesn't. Oh, this burnt toast. Let me just eat it. Never eat the burnt toast, right? You don't do it. You shouldn't. If you do, I'm telling you right now, throw it away. Same thing. You wouldn't eat the wilted lettuce. Don't wear the holy underwear. Don't wear the dog hair shirt. Don't wear the baby spit up sweater. Like, don't do it. It's an energetic leak. Another really big energetic leak that comes up from time to time is dressing how other people like us to dress. Dressing how your kids think you should dress. And I know it's hard. You have a teenager and there's this push-pull between you seeing yourself getting older and your kid entering into a phase where it triggers all your memories of what it's like to be a teenager when you feel like the world is at your fingertips and maybe possibly it is. And I get this one a lot. I, I live it too. I have a teenager too. Um, where you kind of want to be cool for them and then they make you feel like you're old or like they look at you side eye like what are you wearing and that mental chatter those that inner dialogue starts to kick up or I've seen people dress for how their spouse wants them to dress but they aren't actually connected to it deep work to think about that that's an energetic leap or you could be dressing for an outdated lifestyle that you don't live anymore so I had to get rid of all my corporate clothes when I left corporate. And even before, well, I'm, I am I would be lying if I said this. I didn't do it until after I knew I wanted to become a stylist. And I knew that I was going to start. A, well, I'd already started the business. Probably that January, I went and just gutted my closet. And I had some good shit. But I had to let it go. And I donated it to the local women's shelter. And I was like... 
oh, there's a woman out there wearing my peacock blue skater style, perfect hourglass body, flutter skirt dress, three quarter length sleeves, perfectly clean lines. That's just the right amount of sexy and professional. And I hope she's fucking loving it because I would never be able to wear it again. Right. But I had to let it go as an outdated lifestyle for me. Again, if we don't have the clothes that fit the lifestyle that we want, we're not going to create the lifestyle that we desire, right? It's almost like this is manifestation. This is manifestation and why it's so fucking popular when people are like, your thoughts create your reality, right? You have to do the thing before you do the thing. You have to dress the part before you're the part because you're dressing the part. You feel like the part is so true. Like, I want to go to the gym. Well, if I don't have gym clothes, I'm not going to go to the gym. And then I'm going to repeatedly be the person that doesn't go to the gym. That's all manifestation is, is get your ass the outfit that you want to wear that fits the lifestyle that you want. That's it. So do it. Anyways, this episode is getting long, but it's so much juicier than the other one. I'm so excited that I got to tell you guys about Style Squad. So excited. So if you're interested, stay tuned. I'm going to drop in the show notes a link to get on the wait list. So you can know and be the first people to get in. There's going to be bonuses for that first week. I don't know exactly what they are yet. Full transparency. I know what some of them are, like the um, how to shop like a stylist guide. But I want this to be a no fucking brainer for you. This community should always feel like a fucking hell yes for you. So I'm really going to dig deep with those bonuses and get it together. I'm so excited. I've been getting all the signs for months around creating this. So I'm really, really excited. And once I put those dates on paper, like I could feel just myself. Like I knew I scrapped the whole fucking episode. I texted my husband. I was like, delete the episode. Delete it, delete it. I'm re-recording it. So if you are excited and you want to get on the list, there will be a link in the show notes to hop on the Style Squad wait list. I'm so excited. If you loved today's episode, share it with a friend. Maybe bring the friend with you to the squad. Maybe you guys feel like you're on your own little island and you really want support. That's what this squad is going to be all about. But before I leave you, because it is the monthly roundup, I want to share a style mantra with you. I'm going to be exploring these more and more. And I do have a style task for you. So habits are formed through our tasking. So I have a couple tasks for you. Style mantra as part of our monthly style roundup. And again, wherever you're at in your journey, you make this your own and you can change it, insert your own words. But the style mantra I'm going with this month that I want to share with you guys is adorning my body is sacred. I like the word sacred because it makes it feel like it's just for me and it's personal and it doesn't have to be like anybody else's. But if you want to use the word special, by all means. But adorning my body is sacred. I am allowed to prioritize time to get dressed. I am allowed to adorn my body in clothes that make me feel and vibrate at my highest level. Tell me how that one resonates. Super juicy. And your style task for February, I've been kind of alluding to this the whole entire time, is get in your closet and pick out three items that you love and sit with why you love them. What is it about it that you love? Do you love the color? Do you love the fabric? Do you have the feel of the fabric? Do you love the silhouette? Meaning you like the V-neck. Is it a crew neck? Is it a button up? Does it have stripes? Where does it hit on your arm? 
Um, where does it hit on your waist? Maybe it's a pair of pants. Do they flare? Are they straight leg? Are they distressed? Are they not distressed? Are they medium wash? Are they dark wash? Maybe it's a skirt. What do you like it? Do you like the sound? Do you like the way the fabric feels on your body? Does it make a noise? Do you like the click of your high heels? Like, think about what it is that you like and why. And get really clear on that. And then start to apply that to the rest of your wardrobe. And anytime you go shopping. And then your other task, the yang to that task, is pick out three things that you don't like and get them out of your closet. Archive them if you're too scared to throw them away. Or not throw them away, but donate them. I'll say archive them if you're too scared to give them away. Or give them away. Pass them on. Give them to your kids. Give them to your friends. Get them the hell out of the closet. Because they are bringing you down. So it's really funny, and I know this feels scary because I went through this. If you've been following along for, you know that my closet wasn't always fucking cool, and it didn't always have lipstick on the wall, and I had to tear down my whole closet, and I didn't have a closet for a couple months. So all my clothes were on a clothing rack or in my husband's closet. I lived off that clothing rack, and then I only let certain clothes come back in this closet, and they are the only clothes I wear. Only clothes that I love come in this closet and I rotate through the shit out of them and I still have. And yeah, I'm going to update some of them because some of them need to be updated. Like my favorite black tank top has bleach on it. It's time to get it updated. But the things that truly, truly, truly weren't in alignment with me and who I am, they had to go. All right, ladies, I hope that you enjoyed this monthly roundup of what to expect coming up in February as we talk more about our habits, who you're with has a lot to do with your mental chatter, your emotional vibration, and your energy leaks. So that's why I am creating the Style Squad community. Like I said, get on the wait list if you're super excited. If you have questions, email me. Kitty at Kitty Just Styled. Um, message me on Insta at Katie Allen Stylist. And if you are ready to up-level, you're one of my high-achieving moms who's lost her edge or my business owner who is going to that next level, who is on those stages doing those photo shoots, and you can't be bothered with picking out your own outfit, book a call. I have some spots open for February 101 Style Transformation or for branding and photo shoot shopping. You can book a call on my website, katiejuststyled.com so fucking exciting the energy is in the air and i am here for it i will see you on the other side peace